Am I recording now? Please tell me it's working because I've been. Thank you. Don't <laughs> touch a fucking thing. Don't nobody say shit. Let's just get this fucking show on the motherfucking road, okay? Hi, and welcome to the Apartment 420 Comedy Culture and Cannabis Podcast. Well Beyond World would just like to inform you that parts of the conversation you may hear are probably not politically correct. Actually, they are not PC at all. Blame it on the weed. Now, if you're ready for some hilarious, pure, unedited, thought-provoking, dirty, rude-as-fuck adult conversation with an often unpredictable twist, please roll up, light up, tune in, and enjoy the show. If you dare. You've been warned, officially. With nothing but love, well beyond. What the fuck is this? I told you I'm done with these chicken shit gigs. Uh, pay me a weed? What? We're still recording. It's time to roll up, light up, and tune in to the Apartment 420 Podcast with your host, Well Beyond. <laughs> the fun starts now. Did you just say you got a shit? I said I just shit. <laughs> What's the difference between shit and shatting? I mean, you shat. I mean, you already did it, bitch. You're you just you just you shat. You like fart shat. So shat is like when you you fart and feel like you got a shit, or you fart and shit. Okay. So you like so shat, shat is just shat is, when, shat is when you are sitting down and you fart and you really shit instead. And so it's basically you just shat. Can you so, sit in? Yeah. So are you are you shatting right now? Bitch, no, okay, first of all, let me just say this, okay? I did not shat. <laughs> because if I had shat, that means I'll be sitting in my shit right now, okay? And no, I'm not sitting in my shit. You are so stupid. What? I know what I said, too. I know what I said. But that's not Thank what you. I... So don't, want, don't come back at me like, why'd you ask me that question? Because you know who said it, like, sex before we got on I literally <laughs> said, like, I just shat it. And that did not mean, like, I actually shat it on my feet. I mean, I guess it did mean that. I mean, you were shatting on these hoes, shatting on these hoes, wearing out the clothes, shatting on these hoes. <laughs> Speaking of which, which you were shatting on hoes, I, I was, I'm, st- I'm not, I'm, st- because you went to the fucking concert, I'm so excited to fucking go my damn self down. Well, let's talk about it. Welcome well, to. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> this, I'm your boy, Christian. I keep your face, hate your haters, fave. I don't hate on just anybody. I hate on everybody. And I am an internationally known, famous, uh, friendly black bear. What am I supposed to say? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and to get a little well. Beyond. You know, it typically gets me fucking up. But you know, I've had a lot of practice this week in getting it right. So, you know. That's what's up. Practice I mean, makes You know perfect. what I'm saying? Practice makes perfect with all the things going on. For all you guys that don't know, we got a lot going on um, and stuff. We have the, I have a lot of shit going on. I got YouTube shows and other and tours and concerts and opening acts and deals. And, so y'all stay tuned for more. I'm not giving it all away because we do not want to jinx anything. I don't need anybody praying against me. But just. Ooh, Lord, say it again. You know, I feel like, you know, sometimes you can tell some shit. And people know you got some shit, and they be like, I, I just don't want him to get that. I just, you know, he be hating on you. Nope. You, know I, you gotta tell people that, you know, that you, you believe, know they believe I, in you. Mm-hmm. You know, those things. I cannot have nobody hating on me no more, child. Like, I don't got time for that shit. That's why but, I, I rolled I rolled out my my other project so slowly in some ways, because I was like, mm, if I do this too fast in this kind of way, 
going to have those haters pray into on my downfall. That's why I posted on Facebook the other day, something like, it's, it's, it's good to see, or now you know who, who supports, who supports you. you when they say they want change and who don't want to change once or people who aren't, who are making change in their community, but aren't reaching back. And another thing is no one really, you know, I have come to realize age is just a number. It is not the determination of what your career is going to be and when it's going to start or like you can start at any, I'm learning now. You can start at any motherfucking age and make a career and have a career. I, I you know, cause people think that you have to be in your twenties and yeah, it's nice to start out young, you guys, you know what I'm saying? But you can buy, you can also burn out early. <laughs> so okay. early. look at Britney Spears. There's so Christi- many artists and Christian Aguilar. All these, all these kid artists that have burnt out. Rasan Patterson is an anomaly, but he's black also. So we just we're gonna put that out there. He black. So he, <laughs> been, you know, he was a child star on um, Kid Incorporated and shit. So we know that there's longevity that can be had. Even Regina King, even though she's going through some things right now. But they, there are a few of them who. Mind you, I don't know no white ones. I don't know no white ones. Um. Oh, Tom Hanks. Stelling. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Tori Spelling. Um, but she had a little downfall. Tom Hanks actually made it through all the fucking... Um, you made the wall that. He made through all the drama. Did he have any down? He ain't have... Mm, he's I like don't Julie, think he had I don't any think he problem. had any problems until he got COVID. Yeah, maybe. But I don't, th- I don't think he had any issues. Not that I could remember. You know, it might have been something that we don't know about because we were too young. Maybe so. I'm surprised he ain't came up in the Me Too moment. You know what? There's a lot of people who 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 you would always think that they wouldn't, but when they do, like, bitch, I knew it. Like, <laughs> you're like, mm, something about who was too too good, too cute, too nice, too sweet, and they're I like, mean, oh, that's, that's what they're saying about you know Bill uh, Bill Clinton. I'm about to say Bill Clinton, Sham. Oh Jesus, maybe they are. But here he has had his in the he has out outshined me too moment. So you know. With him and uh, Monica Lewinsky back in the day. Let me tell you, Monica Lewinsky and all the other people who he allegedly touched. What's that girl's name? Oh, what's that bitch's name? He touched somebody else. He both that touched somebody else. He put that somebody put that lied on him, or he lied on her. He's like, I don't, I didn't have a relation with that woman. That was the same. That person. was Monica Lewinsky. No, who was another one? Uh, it was uh, another woman that was involved in that same scandal with Monica. Yeah, Lewinsky. who was? But her she name? Want, that that white lady that lied and said that she she lied. We all found out she lied. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like people who lie. Versus and the then, truth. And so, you know, that's another thing. A lot of the lies that go down in history, if you look at the facts, okay, um, shout to Anita Hill for not lying, okay, because, girl, you went down in history, too. But because um, she's one of the few black women that I know that had to go stand trial in front of the Senate and talk and shit um, about something where as she had facts and if she based, you know, it was actual factual information and everything. And it gave way to Clarence Thomas having this great speech that wow. he goes down in history for. That was the last thing he did that was good. And, um, yeah, everybody else was white. Like if you think about it, there's been white, white women have a lot of scandals. You don't find too many black women scandals. You don't find black women out here killing their husbands and and running their husbands over with cars or becoming like you know midnight terrorists and shit. You have white women like Betty Broderick, Amy Fisher, Lorena Bobbitt, you know, by, what's that little bit? Um, uh, what's the name? Borden, them hoes. They all go that. Lizzie, Liz, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie Borden. Borden, yep. 
Bitch, I, 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 at one point, I was teaching a group in, in, in the Boston area, and they had did that color guard show for that. You know, they did like these girls, Seven Deadly Sins, or some shit. I don't remember what it was. But Lizzie Borden was one of the characters they portraying, and I didn't know nothing about this hoe. But somehow, I had just heard her name once or twice too many times in the next like five years. So I, there was a documentary, and like bitch, two documentaries. And I was like, yo, this bitch went, yo, she did all that. And then she basically got off, yo, like, what? But she literally walked around town like she was that bitch, and and everybody knew she had killed her mom and daddy. I'm like, and y'all did not, y'all, ha- and she literally mm. got off, 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 off every time. Oh, I know exactly why I, I why I digged into this shit. It was this show called Fargo with Chris Rock that came mm-hmm. on um, a couple a couple of years ago. It was like the tale of Chicago gangsters, black versus like white gangster shit, which is kind of cool. turned out to be. And then because Fargo is so crazy. Yeah, the far out. And I was like, okay, well, this is kind of cool because it was Chris, Chris Rock. And I didn't, you know, black people, I represent. Fargo is just a crazy place still, though. So so then yeah, like, it went into that whole, like, this lady was a killer uh, de- n- nurse. And she was a killer of these patients and blah, 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 blah. So I had jumped on that bandwagon and then jumped in the Lizzie Borden bandwagon. I guess Liz- Lizzie Borden, I think, from his bandwagon. And I was like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, I don't know any black people but- like that. No, because you know all the black people. You know all the black people were. They were killed by fucking Americans or killed by the fucking government. Think about it. Oh, yeah. All the black women that had any kind of trials that we know of were typically famous or falsified. Yeah, or, or they were not typical citizens. You know, they were besides Rosa Parks. Uh, most of them were famous, like famous. Billie Holiday, Aretha Franklin, Ella Fitzgerald. They literally were being terrorized by the FBI. Like, come, why and why? Because they sang a couple of songs about slavery. I mean, who the hell knew Rocksteady was about the motherfucking army? So I now I'm really wondering where, who are our, like, black mass murderers? Oh, we have Willie um, um, Samuel Little. Samuel Little is the most prolific black serial killer because he has killed somebody in every state. Damn. That's Except for up. Hawaii. Oh. But he had, he's killed somebody in every land state. Including Alaska and a couple of people in in Canada. Now that's that, and he's prolific. He is like, I think they want to say he's like he has the most kills of any serial killer in the history. Damn, because he's killed like over eighty some people. I mean, when black people do something, we do it real. We do it real. We, we, we don't we don't play no game. We don't play like, no we gonna, we're gonna we be the best, best at it <laughs> <laughs> or die trying. <laughs> right. Did he kill just white people though, or like kill everybody? No, he killed everybody. I mean, he I guess that's good. Man. He killed mainly prostitutes though. I guess that's good. And you know what oh, made him so good. prolific? You know what made him so prolific is I made him so good at his job. Oh, well, he got away. For, he got away for like over forty years. Okay, he wound up confessing to a lot of crimes right before he was, you know, killed on um on death row. Oh, good for him. So he wound up right before he got murdered. Right before he did, you know, he gave a, a I guess it's a deathbed confession. Um, where he admitted a lot of murders that they had to close cold cases on and couldn't um, close. And so they finally were able to close these cases because he was a, he admitted to these killings. They think there's more because he would kill a person because he was a truck driver. He would drive, he would kill a person and then drive them from one state to the next and another state will find the body while this other state have a missing person. Nobody would, they would never correlate the two. And so therefore he, his, he was able to make his uh, crime spree last for a very long time. Where how do you see now I need to more, more more about Sam Little? Samuel Little. Samuel Little. 
He's a really, I mean, when I found out about him, you know, I go crazy when I find out about black people that do shit like this. I'm like, oh my God, what? We did something? Like, <laughs> and it's, to me, it's, a, it's, it's, it's amazing because you know, one of my favorite people in life, and you probably can play, bitch, I know. One of my favorite people in life is um, Doris Payne. I don't know who that is. If you don't know who Doris Payne is, but you is crazy. Okay, you got to look her up and watch a documentary. And stuff. Doris Payne is the most prolific jewel thief in history, and she is black. Oh. And she was still robbing people at 70-something years old, bitch. Was, okay, so now that the, the story sounds familiar, but I don't know the name. Maybe the name I don't know. The person sounds familiar from you t- talking to you about it before. But mm. I don't remember the name, per se. Yeah, child. She goes down in history as one of the most prolific jewel thieves because she... Uh, she literally um, was stealing for the fun of it. She said she started stealing because she, not because she had to, but just because she knew she could, and it was a way of getting power over the white man. And so I she only stole. I remember the story man. now. You, I remember you telling me this story. She was stole from white people to capture power. She only power. stole from white people. Yep, she only stole from white people, and she only sold to white people. She was, and she traveled all over the world stealing jewels from morocco italy milan europe she said the vatican i'm like bitch like girl i'm in the wrong profession why did i ever think i could do that why did i not even think about being a jewel thief like who thinks of that like one day i'm your daddy (laughs) (laughs) my dad was like i'm just gonna be a thief yeah he didn't go he didn't go high end he went he just went i'm gonna be a thief i'm gonna steal whatever i can fucking steal the target was the target he went to target j he didn't he didn't miss yeah whatever the target which um yeah, he never really. Well, I'm not gonna say that because in the early days, when I was a kid, my dad was still. I was dressed in Gucci and all this shit. When I didn't know what Gucci shit was, that's still not a I jewel know. thief, though. That's just a. a no, he never stole jewelry. That's, a, that's what he called mop. He was mopping shit. But he stole. <laughs> yeah, he mopped the floor. He like mopped. <laughs> he mopped it like. But you know what? He did steal a lot of um, electronics. Yeah, and he stole some impossible things that I never thought you could steal, like a motherfucking lawn, like a riding lawnmower. Or like a washing machine. Like I'm like, how the fuck did you steal a washing machine, bro? Like, hey, you're dead a washing machine thief, not a jewel thief. Like, <laughs> yo, how you steal a washing machine? Like, like yo, maybe I don't know. But he did. He became a lens crafter thief, thief where he was like a Ray Ban motherfucker. He had like a collection of Ray Bans. So he would before they were popular. He had like a, I mean, a banging collection. Like I had a couple of them. So. So yeah, everybody's thieving is completely different. My dad does go down in history as one of New York, New Jersey's top ten um, criminals of all time. So. But Samuel Little got him beat because Samuel Little was an American serial killer who confessed to murdering ninety three women between nineteen seventy and two thousand and five. I told you, bitch. In twenty fourteen, he was convicted of the murders of Linda Alfred, Guadalupe Duarte, Acapulcada. Oh, that's a word. And Audrey Nelson Everett. And in 2018, for the murders of Denise Christie brothers, as well as several others in 2019. This, this is this is recent. He died in 2020. They killed him in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming they killed him. In and his videos, like he got there's a, okay, if you ever December 30th, online, 2020. See, right before New Year's, child. He he had to go through COVID, child. I'm so sorry for him. But he probably had to go through. Probably, they might have like had his death sentence way before that, but because yeah, of COVID, are, you know, they already, you already, you already. But mind you, he was sentenced years ago. My thing is, when you put somebody on death row, before we go to commercial, we got to get ready to go to commercial break. Before we go, when you put somebody on death row, though, why do you got, you, like, you put me on death row today, I got to wait 20 years before you kill me? That is torture. Yeah, I, I never understood why that always had to be. If Yeah, it's like you, if your death row is death sentence is what it is, why would, why would you waste all the time housing you know a body? 
to then kill it 20 so minutes later. Th- we're paying all these motherfucking... T- I'm paying for this bitch to still be alive when you didn't say he got to die. If you don't, mother- when he leaves the fucking courthouse, you should take his ass straight over to the motherfucking chamber and just go ahead and get it over with. Why are we like doing this? Like, he literally shot somebody in the head and killed somebody. On on content. Why y'all not doing this? Yeah, that would make you. That would make most people really not consider. Crime. No, not even that. Consider the crime that in they're, they're committing first and foremost, right? Because if you knew an eye for an eye situation was happening, just for all crimes, if you if you're being if you were killing somebody, if you were committed of killing killing somebody, you automatically you know eye for an eye, you get dead back. People would stop doing shit like that. Like there's no firing squads anymore. You know what I mean when. People had to be outlaws because you was running from the law, literally, because you're going to be put into a, a firing squad and killed immediately. It was no or hung. You, you had to run. Yeah, we, they should bring that shit Just back. Bring it back. Right, we'll be right back, you guys. Let's, we'll be right back after these breaks. We're going to continue this conversation. This is really good. Come on, Michelle. Come on, Michelle. Can't we all just get along? At the Red House Furniture, we, we can. At the Red House. I'm Richard, a.k.a. Big Head. I work at the Red House, and I'm black. At the Red I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. I'm Johnny, a.k.a. T-Engage. I work at the Red House, and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. I'm black, and I love the Red House. I'm white, and I love the Red House. I'm a black woman and I love the Red House. I am white and the Red House is for me. At the Red House. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. This mattress is perfect for a white person or a black person. At the Red House, where black people and white people buy furniture. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. When I eat a York peppermint patty, mm, I get the sensation of being in a forest, and the only thing I hear, honey, is the dew dropping off the cool green leaves. Peppermint Patty, get the sensation from Peter Paul. It's time to blast off with your host, Well Beyond, in the Apartment 420 podcast. But then I thought, so we're back. But then I thought, then I thought to myself, okay, if we did do that, what about all people who are falsely accused? And that's why, again, you have to be so certain that the death penalty is required and the person is. See, this is the thing about, okay, nowadays you can... Guilty. Falsely, falsely, falsely accused people, I think, are starting to become a thing of the past, okay? There's too many ways to catch your ass. Like, <laughs> there is a lot of you know ways what I'm saying? to there's catch your ass. You're not being falsely accused no more. What it is is that you, maybe, maybe someone false, maybe wrong identity, 
but still, that's a far stretch. Mm. Fucking touch DNA, bitch. And the problem with that now is technology is a motherfucking bitch. Back then, think back in the day, like the, the movies where the, the net was out, and they had took that bitch's whole identity and gave her a whole fucking new identity and told, told her, the whole press that she was where she wasn't. Even the uh, movie with the the movie the dude, we Enemy of State with um with Will Smith and shit, like that shit is like so all far- those. But that shit is not that far fetched anymore. That shit, no, not now. Because Nowadays, that, that shit is happening. People are putting faces people on people that change. ain't never been there. Voices can change. That voices ain't never been there. Uh, you ain't never. Bitch. I know something. Okay, it's you know, scary out there. It's scary. I'm going to tell you some shit right now. This is some, this is some scary shit. I have a friend who works from home now. And he... I, I'm so... I'm like, yo, this is some scary shit you're doing, bro. Like, he is working as an AI something, okay? I don't know. It's scary. So when, he's, when I see what he's doing... He's like a person in another world working, and he's not himself. Like he's some oh, bitch. virtual I mean, assistant, bitch. It's some shit like that. And he, all he does is like just maneuver shit from where he's at. For so I'm like, this is like what the fuck? And he's like, his name is Vanessa online, but he he's really his real name is Beep. <laughs> I'm like Vanessa. Who the fuck? Is? He's like, hi, I'm Vanessa, and I'm like, bitch, you don't sound like nobody's Vanessa. He's like, like who the fuck would believe you, Vanessa? He's like, oh no. This is not the voice they hear. I'm like, what? What do you mean? This is not the voice they hear. He's like, no, they, they don't hear my voice. They hear another voice. I don't know what voice. He said they hear a woman's voice. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's just real. But, I mean, bitch. So when I mean, eventually the AI is going to be able to like pop out the screen and be talking to us, and we're not going to know if we're talking to real people and shit. We don't know if talking to people now, bro. We're talking about. Think about think about all this shit. We 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 grew up with we grew up with certain technology that was advanced well before its time, right? So like we had Max Headroom, which was a computerized guy in a box with a voice that may or may not be his. We don't know what the fuck that voice actually was, but it was on TV. We loved but, it. But, but then that, we had Cedar. Cedar was a Cedar. I don't know who fucking Cedar was. I don't. I have no idea who Max Headroom was a real person or not. I've never. I, he was in a box. I don't know how they created this man. I have no idea what they did. We, we don't. I thought he was real. He looked like a fake robot man. I have no idea. I mean, no, I'm not saying that he was a real man, like a real man. I just thought that he was okay. Yeah, I don't crazy. know. Big Cedar, uh, Cedar's world. Well, she, she was Cedar, a computer-generated thing. I know she right? was a computer-generated. I know her voice. The voice in the verse, the voice that was real. Yeah. So there's plenty of, of technology that has always been there that we just never knew about. Voice changing. Activating buttons. I, I just saw that man. There's a lot of bullshit out there. That man, um, the man you just named. What's his name? Max Headroom. I could have sworn I just, Max Headroom. That's the name of the hand. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn I seen him on like some shit recently, where he was like a like a character in um, he was on what fuck was that Netflix on um, on the uh, American Gladiator doc- documentary. He was like on there now. I might be wrong. I thought he yeah. was American. Maybe he's maybe wrong. wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. Max Hedrum is a fictional but, character played by actor Matt Frewer. F-E-F-R-E-W-E-W-E-R. So he was fictional. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know how they created him. Well, Negro, we know how they created him. He was a computer-generated motherfucking thing on the screen. He just talked. That's what we think, but I don't know. I never actually he seen was it work. Pixar before Pixar actually happened. He was Woody before Woody was a thing. 
Oh, is that how they made him? Is that is that the documentary how they made Max Headroom? I'm just trying to see what I can see about this thing because um, I I have no clue. And apparently, he made his TV appearance, but he was on a TV screen. And we're going to see it. He was on a TV screen. Right. So I don't know if it was like a prosthetic we, mask or a face or, or how they actually did Max Headroom. Because even his motions were like a little off at times. Yeah, like it was like, right? I got to take a break. One second. Then Gally's kind of in the house now. Gally's in the house. Hey, Gally. For those of you guys that don't know who Gally is, Gally's the dog, okay? He's Jay's stepchild. Jay doesn't like to be called a stepdad or a dog dad, but that's what he is, okay? He he denies it very much so. But if you're in denial of your your pet or your pet child, you can call 1-800-HELP-ME and my pet child. Again, the number is 1-800-HELP-ME and my pet child. What the fuck was that? Bottom line is AI is taking over the world, point blank, period. And we ain't nothing we can do about it except for join join the party. You're gonna love the commercial I just did. Yeah, I commercial. It was about people that have problems that they have, you know, issues with their pet children, you know, like you. And um and therefore (laughs) if you need help, you can call one eight hundred help me and my pet child. And get the help you need. I don't know if there's such a thing. I'm, so you know what? I'm convinced. The help, the help I need. I mean, you and your child are good. Okay, y'all have a great relationship. You just, I mean, I I don't see him waking up one night killing you with a knife or nothing. Okay, that that'd be a problem. But <laughs> that'd be awesome. on so many levels. That'd be a problem. That'd be some weird ass uh, fucking talking dog. What that that nigga? Uh, there's a dog that can kill you, bitch. Like, there's, oof. No, there was a dog, a puppet dog. What puppet dog? It's a that fucking hero or... Off of back in the day. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the dog name. Yeah. It was a comedy. He was a comic dog with the... With the... With the... Uh, with the um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't not think his name. He was like always... like He was like the little like... um, He was like, like sitting on a couch and shit or sitting up on like the inner... Mm-hmm, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And the cigar <laughs> never fell out of his fucking mouth when he'd be talking and shit. Nope. And mind you, he never fucking sm- he never he never seen his hand move to smoke it. Triumph, triumph, the comic comedy comic dog like that. I think I was you know, a lot of things mother. when I watch. So there's a lot of shit from about the '90s. Okay, uh, there's a lot of things. About that. I was watching this show called "101 Things That Made the 20th Century," right? And um, I don't know why I was watching it. I only got to '76. I, I still got to watch the rest of the things. I don't know what the other things are, but just the '75 things I watched. Right? I'm just like, damn. What's up? Where was this on? Um, some documentary channel on Roku. Okay, got it. So you never find it again. Go well, ahead. I can find it again because it tells me I got finished watching the episode, so I see it. So they continue okay. watching, so I, I know it's on here. I just don't know. It's like docurama or something like that. Anyway, um, but I'm pretty sure you look it up, you probably find it. Um, and so they were talking about the 101 thing. Mind you, one of the things, the the, the 101 thing. Blew my mind. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" It is. Um, it was the Y two K, and I was just like, "Get the fuck out!" This is defining. I mean, but it did. Like, it was the first thing that happened in the fucking century. So we were all scared. Like, oh, the last thing. The last thing that. Century. Yeah, it was damn show scary as fuck. It was scary. 
to know that to cause everybody the way they made it seem like zeros are not going to turn into zero. They, oh, what was it's like certain letters weren't going to turn over at midnight or some shit. You just, I'm just like because we didn't know they had a two or not. Yeah, like, <laughs> we like, we like we've been using two all these times. Like we don't know if they're going to be able to do. Is it going to go to two zero zero zero? Like does it know what to do? Child, we were so. And when when midnight hit and it didn't happen, I left church because I was in church. I left church and went to the club so fast, child. Yeah, we talked about that with uh with J- Jamar, Jesus Christ, Lamar, Lamar, the Green Eye God, the G E G. We talked about like I I still don't know where I fuck I was on uh on that night, nineteen ninety nine. I was somewhere listening to Prince playing playing somewhere listening to the song ninety. I was too young to be out, so I was probably in. Was I fucking anybody back then? Yes, you were, bitch. You were seventeen years old. You were fucking. I was, in I was 18. I was older than that. Yeah, I would say I was 18. I was like, I was 17. I was in school. No, I was in college. So I was in New York City. I was in college too. But so I, was, I was in my first year at SBA. But I was, at, uh, I, was on, I was on Christmas break. Yeah, me too. But I lived in the city. Which I was yeah, in school, me too. So. Me too, Sam. So I was still, I was just. So my parents were in Pennsylvania and I was at my sister's house, where at the our house that we left to my sister at the time. So I was in. Yeah, I was, I was a fucking back then. No, I was a fucking. Really? Nope, I was a fucking. I can't believe it. I because I I had just started having sex that summer before, and it was a bad situation, bad breakup. So I was already like in a mode of like men never again. Uh, so maybe it was <laughs> like men never again. I know that's very bitch. Like, uh, a year later, then I started like dabbling in men again, or maybe I was fucking men. I just don't remember it, bitch, because I was <laughs> cute. Uh, okay, that fact he was skinny and was shit. Like, mm, you know what? I wasn't even skinny. I was, I was a cubby. I was still, I was still cubby. cubby. Bitch, I, you know, I back cubby. in the day, I was a catch too. I remember like girls and guys like going crazy for me. I remember competing for this pageant as a as like Mister Mister uh, Mister A Five A, I think it was, or Mister Homecoming Week or some shit. And I they had us do like this bedroom thing. And I remember thinking, like, what the fuck am I going to wear? Because, like, when I sleep at night, I sleep naked. So, what the fuck am I going to wear out here? You know, they want us to wear, like, you know, sexy lingerie. So, I remember, th- I remember like, wearing a G-string and some uh, sweatpants. Very much Janet Jackson. I thought Janet Jackson it was so fucking... So, this is stuff she used to wear back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, with the, with, the, with the ass hanging out yeah, on the G-string? Yeah, the G-string shit. Like, uh, after a little hip. Yeah, and, so I had, like, <laughs> and I had a little tank top that I cut at the top and shit. I cut it off. So it, it, like, just came. You was flaming white ants. Bitch, flaming down. I came, I came down the runway, and um, all the girls were screaming, all the boys were screaming and shit. I, back then, I was cut, too. Like, my stomach was washboard, like, abs. I had abs. Like, you talking about thin? Oh, I was... Oh shit! He's like you couldn't tell me shit. Like nowadays, you think I got a big head? Oh, back then, my I had, I was conceited and had every motherfucking reason to be. <laughs> very much. So. I remember doing a split because back then I was very limber. I had just finished doing taekwondo and all that shit, and I was very limber. I could do a split with no no. I could kick my leg up and, and fall into a split like it was shit. Now that I do that, I probably fuck my nuts up. But back then, you can't even get down that far, bitch. Before you fuck something else up, now fuck your nuts. You gotta touch your nuts. It's like, bitch, I ain't going down there. My okay, legs, bitch, I can barely bend now. So I'm, I can't bend my knees. So I do it. My knees, these legs. Spread the ego. Do the ego, bitch. Please spread the ego. My ass. Get, child, just having sex more than one time in a night is like too much for me. Like, I, I've had sex like last night. I had. This little dude I was telling you about over here, and we have we fucked like four times, and I'm like little, little nigga. Look, you is thirty years old. I'm forty. Get the fuck off me. Is this the same dude from like last week? Yeah, 
that you had like yeah. four hours of sex. Oh my with. god, yes. Can I just tell you I am uh not jealous right now because I am dealing with a hemorrhoid. Oh, because you're not a professional bottom. I was on the bottom I was I I put I I pushed too hard by one minute or something like that. I don't know. <clears throat> but the next morning I was like, Ooh, my ass hurt. You have to me you go, you, you push by one minute too much. How you doing? Girl. How do you know with two minutes? You sound like these motherfuckers. Clearly. You know what? Another thing. You sound like these motherfuckers. I remember, I remember pushing. And, and then the next day, well, how you know something pushed back. How you know it was, you know it was, long, you know it was too, too long? How you know you didn't do it long enough? Because if I didn't do it at all, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. That was true. Because it was like, mm, let me try, try to go to the bathroom before we... Because I had, had an episode... We had we had a good weekend. Chris and I had a good weekend. We did a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had things going on. Yeah, y'all did. So y'all, so y'all were very coupley. Yeah, we doing very coupley shit. It was like you know, because last year this round this time he had his injury with his, his, his Achilles. That's right. We were so, pushing around. That's right. We was at the, exactly. we was in, we was in Mexico, Mexico with the fucking pushing him around with the golf with the uh, what Ferris wheel. I Ferris remember wheel. when it Jesus broke. Christ. Remember when it broke? Not a Ferris wheel. Uh, the little crack, wheelchair. Little apologize. I remember it broke. Yeah, it, I remember we broke. We, we talked about that last week, Chris and I, when I walked. Uh, and it was like we just had that, that Christian trying to figure it out why I had Chris <laughs> and he was real broken. <laughs> I'm like, we, we went down this damn cobblestone side like road and shit. All these people, Chris is doing the little like. I mean, he is on his knee. Scooting down and shit. I'm just like, this is in my head. I'm like, this is a recipe. This is a recipe for disaster. But it's a train wreck. I can't stop watching. So I'm going to continue to watch. It's one of those moments like you couldn't stop it. It's like because it was going so well until it wasn't. Yeah, it very it much literally up. it went pretty well until the last. It was like possible this is the test run. The last possible like piece of the road, and then it went bad at the end. At the very end, and then it's like at the very very so end. far from where we need to be. Like. Like, like, yeah, you couldn't do it early. It's like, like, okay, no, we have to not, end. We're at the point. We had passed the point of no return. It was like, yeah. so there was no way we could be like, oh, we're fine. We could just turn around. It was like, oh, the hotel. we was like, like no. oh, my God. We were daunting. Was, you know, I was like, oh, this is the worst thing. It was about half a mile away. Because, half a mile. It was, it's like a little shopping area fuck on this all island. That it was hot. Okay. It was the hot. The main part when it was hot. It was just far enough. And far. And I was sweating like Whitney Houston in the first number of a song or the first number of a concert. True. But then the kicker was like the front wheel got caught in like this little, almost like a, a, a railroad kind of situation, like a drain thing. So the front wheel got caught. So it means Christian couldn't roll the front wheel. So he had to like willy it on the back or just carry it <laughs> to the hotel on another side of Cobble's Road. Oh, child. It was just what? So you either had to willy it. Which was, it was you know, pushing it down was on it, like yo, it looking was crazy looking on a wheelchair, on a couple road, or just fucking carry the goddamn wheelchair. So eventually, you just carry yep. it. Yeah, was like, "Fuck <laughs> this shit, I'm over it, I'm over." It. And I had Chris with his peg ass leg. Chris is still trying to wobble, was slow. slow, slow, and I'm just like, "This is the most." I'm like, "Fuck this, I'll see y'all back at the hotel." You damn sure? Because I, I, I couldn't take it. Because this shit, was, I, no. I'm like, "Fuck this," okay. Oh, so how we get there? Because I was saying Friday went to a, a show. But Thursday, like we had some greasy food or something, so my belly was acting crazy the night before. Both my bellies were acting crazy the night before on Thursday, okay. so I had took an emodium Thursday, um, and it was like, okay, cool. So let me try to go to the bathroom before we out all night on on Saturday. We had things to do, and uh, God forbid it ever happened to me when I'm at your house. I was like, mm, it feel like I had to, but it was coming out. So I little put little push. Mm, uh. Like I said, too many times, a minute too much. And the next morning, 
I was like, oops, that hurts. You need to build another fucking um, another bathroom in your house. Because what if one day y'all both have to go to the bathroom and he's already in the bathroom? What you going to do? To shit? Where are you going to shit at? Um, I, I would I would try to hold it until I would let him. What we do now? We do the same thing now. I tell him, "Hey, are you going to the bathroom? Or whatever." He'll say, "I won't be long," because he takes a lot longer than he takes. He takes less time than I do. Neither am because you be in there doing nigga shit. You be on the fucking phone, and you be yeah, I do. My lady, my lady, my lady, lady falling asleep. Uh huh. See, but because I, cause I always feel like there's another round, and I won't be up and then back down because that helps. So you like to nobody. sit there and sit there and just like and make sure the just let us, yeah, the Zach let me relaxed. Anything wants to come out? When, oh, it's open. It's a it's a safe space. Okay. <laughs> anybody, anything want to say? It's, Body. It's a safe space. You say you can say just it me now. and you. True. There's nobody else around. Yeah, except the bloop, bloop, mind you, bloop, bloop, pop you know, your ba- and your bathroom is so small. Like, it's very tiny. Yeah, tiny. It's like it's for the tiny house. Like it should be. A- well, okay. So because my bathroom, the the this toilet is separated from the bathroom. So it's like a a it's like a, a, a the, the the sink and the to, and the and the toilet are separated by a room. So you can close off that one little spot for yourself to have your private moment while people in the bathroom are washing their hands or, or showering or whatever they need to do. So that's why it's it, it is tiny. It's it's a hundred year old house, sir. What do I tell you? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It is small enough very to, tiny. to sit like, in. There's no door. Do your business. It's a door. What are you talking about? To the bathroom. It's a curtain. For the full bathroom, yes. But the full bathroom is pretty long. It's the full not, bathroom is kind of huge. The only thing it's, is, it's long. you know, one thing about your bathroom is you can never, like, you know, like, have you ever noticed I very rarely shit when I come to your house? I, because I'm an, I'm nervous. And they literally be like, if I'm there for the week, I probably shit twice. Because and it'd be like literally two or three days of built up shit like I can't hold it no more. I gotta go now because <laughs> I I have a, a thing about shitting in other people's houses like they can hear me like in your house you can hear me shitting. It's like oh no Ooh. yeah because we are our bathroom is on the first the second floor where um, God forbid you had like a party over and people came and you had to go use the bathroom. Oh my god! But no, because if we're downstairs on the second or first floor. Because the bathroom's on the second floor, you won't hear people doing anything because the fans running or people partying. We, you know, we have, we have parties here all the time. Bitch, my my people, birthday parties here. No, bitch, no one no goes problem. upstairs to take a shit. God forbid, because then we all know somebody else has to go take a piss and be like, somebody, who, who the fuck did that before? We all know who took a shit. Cause I, I would never, oh my God, I would, I, would have a, I would have a heart attack. Before we go any further, we got to take another break. We'll be right back after these questions you got. Broadcasting megastation WBBS, where falling stars always find a home, is proud to present the debut of the Jimmy Swaggart Show. Oh, Lord, forgive me, for I have sinned. Oh, congregation, I, I know there's not many of you out there. Matter of fact, I just see one lone soul sitting in the pew out there. But I want you to know that someday we're going to have the aisles packed again. Jimmy's going to bring them in. Can I have an amen on that? (laughs) Amen. What's your name, son? Pee-wee. Pee-wee, that's a good name. Pee-wee, you know what this church needs? A movie screen? 
No, no. Uh, uh, more people? No, no, son. Fly girls, we need more fly girls, son. <laughs> the Jimmy Swaggart Show tonight at 8, so check out what's sizzling on the burner tonight. You know, it's not something we talk about. Then don't talk about it. But when Raymond gets... Gets what? You know, constipated. What? I give him Phillips Milk of Magnesia. Put that away. Phillips works overnight and immediately starts soothing the stomach acid Ray sometimes gets when he's feeling... Oh, Maureen. Well, it's true, honey. Only Phillips immediately starts soothing your upset stomach and then relieves constipation overnight. It can happen to anybody. But you don't even know these people. Oh, you thought you were safe? It's time to get high and talk a whole bunch of shit with your host, Well Beyond. Welcome to Apartment 420. House music was first made in the creators' houses, but it was also performed at clubs called The Warehouse and Powerhouse. However it got its name, it's one of the hottest things going, and as Jay Levine reports, it may only be a matter of time before house musicians become heroes in their own home. Remember, I had has hemorrhoid, had hemorrhoid like a few months ago, maybe half a year ago. You're hemorrhoid and prone, like I'm shitting prone. It seems that way somehow. And I bought that like that sit bath that I had showed you guys on. Oh um, lord! So I actually used it this time because that's why I didn't use it. Really? I used in it this time. Oh, it helps a lot. So, so what do you do? Put water in it, just sit in it. So you put yeah, you put warm water in it. I gotta do one today because my butt hurt. You go, <laughs> we had a lot of hard ass seats this weekend, so Ooh, a lot of concert shit. seats and yes, you did have a hard Beyonce, seat. You know, um, so so we had um, so you sit, you put water in it, warm water. You just sit in it for like fifteen minutes, and you put it like you put you put, you put it over the sink, sorry, the toilet. So you lift the, the the first rain plastic seat up and put it on top of the the bottom part, and it acts like a seat protector or whatever you want to call that. And you just seat. sit in it. So you just sit in it, and it has like four holes in the back. So if water like overflows because you're sitting in it, just you know it should be. It mm-hmm. goes into the toilet and not like and it's floor. just warm water, just warm water, and nothing else. Nothing else. Your ass, <laughs> your hemorrhoid. Hey, you know, speaking of time. water, so we're speaking of water. Okay, because you know, cause I'm sitting here thinking this is that they talk about the Big Bang Theory. You know, I'm over this shit. I've become this a lot lately. Yeah, we have. So if you listen to podcasts, you've heard the story. You have, you have. So now I'm thinking about something. So like the Big Bang Theory, right? If water is the life of everything, where did where did water play into the Big Bang Theory? Because I mean, like literally, you needed water to like come apart. If mm. water is the life of everything, like you need water to survive. Good question. How is I that give we you did, that credit? How bro. Do we, I give you that credit. You know what I'm saying? Like how do we? 
How does the big bearing theory come into play then? Where the water come from? But I think it's I think it's clouds, um, and rain, and then cr- it filled craters. So that's what the answer is going to be. If you ask anybody who is going to tell you so otherwise, I don't know. Explosion and then gases created clouds. Clouds still have to come from water, which I mean, you still need water to make clouds, which we all. Uh, know. So, so you think so so, the question is, what came, which came first, the water right. or the cloud? How and water is still the life. Like you cannot create. They say science even says that water is the lifeline of everything. So nothing survives this planet without water. Correct. So how the hell did the Big Bang Theory just start? Does the need if water is the life of everything, the Big Bang Theory falls flat. Well, I guess deserts don't require water. They do. Oh, they do. They do, and they have water in deserts. <laughs> but I'm talking about like in the sense of water where we, we think of. Life still lives in deserts. There's, there's well, plenty yes, of things. That, life you know why? Be, because cactuses are there. There are plenty of animals that you know hold. There are plenty of animals that can withstand water for years. There's a plant I did not even fucking know this until one day. But some of them tumbleweeds that we see like rolling around in the deserts, they're actually a plant <laughs> mm. that when it finds water will open up, bloom, you know, and then pollinate and then die. All the oh. matter. So all it needs is like a puddle of water to fall, like to roll into. And once it rolls into the puddle, like once it hits it, it'll just start to bloom. So yeah, I don't know how uh, how uh, water, which which one got here first, water or clouds? I'm assuming the atmosphere was here first. I'm, I mean, first of all, we are first. The the boom has to happen. So the boom happened. So but I think it's like the boom. But the boom is literally like a bunch of dust and atoms just got together one day. They just a hey atom, a hey particle. Let's what's we doing? Let's test. Like let's let's, let's they got to a fight or something. And hey Adam, <laughs> hey particle. <laughs> I mean that's what it seems like. It's a big bang. Like, hey Adam, <laughs> hey particle. <laughs> like like Percival, Percival. Hey hey Adam, hey Percival, <laughs> hey particle. <laughs> Just fucking yeah, hanging like, out, want to hang out together. Hang out shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, got, cool, I ain't doing nothing. You got something. Drunk, nah. And they got they <laughs> got drunk and fucked that night, and boom, everything was created. I'm like, that makes no sense. It just don't make. I cannot like we. Think of, I'm like, yo, we gotta be the figment of somebody's imagination. Don't take that from me, okay? Like, y'all, science will try to take shit from you. Don't let them take that from you. We have got to be the figment of somebody's imagination. When you think about all the beautiful things, our different fucking creatures, and how many different places they live, and all the, there's no way in the hell one fucking atom and particle got together and said, boom, we're making this happen. Well, according to Washington, D.C. people's, I don't know exactly who's. Smithsonian's. Um, Carnegie Science uh, and somebody else and somebody else. Our planet's water could have originated from interactions between the hydrogen-rich atmospheres and magma oceans of the planetary embroise, embroise, embroise mm-hmm. that comprised Earth's formative years. Formative years. So again, bitch, water was somewhere else, and it can't. So water was already its own thing. So they're trying to say water was just its own fucking thing. Water and Bang got together and was like, "Let's just create Earth." Well, it, they say the at the the gases of some this and that, and I guess lava, maybe magma. I don't know how it all happened. So, but lava, lava has water in it. 
So maybe that's what happened. So how the fuck did we have lava? We don't have water yet. I'm not understanding this. Science really, de- science sometimes does not actually equal out to facts. Is it like oh, but you know what? It's the point where we there's so much science behind science we don't even actually know. We know basic ass science. We try. We 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 told how these things work, but then you don't really actually know what the fuck that even means. So I'm like, yo, I think David Attenborough making up shit. They be like, five billion <laughs> years ago when the planet was barren and and dry, and I'm like, so how the fuck you know the bar- planet won't barren and dry in like 1700? You won't dare. Darwin revealed that all species have evolved over time to best exploit the conditions in which they live. But I guess it's documented in some way, shape, or form. Like I was saying, science, you know, scientists be science. So, and- so let me say this. One thing that's going to, even we're dead and gone, there's one thing in this world that will probably still be living and people will still be talking about it when we are the dead. Earth. Bitch, fuck that. The Bible. Oh, you went there. Okay. Because but think about it. What it has will been a be round. the significance of the Bible Who at some point? Who knows? Because at some point, the the laws of the land won't match the laws of the Bible at all. I don't think they're ever going to change, bro. No, I think they're going to change. I, unless they override, unless they overturn the Supreme Court, they're never going to change. No, it's not about Supreme Court. It's about people They're going to get rid of the Constitution. It's like people who, yes, well, that part is one thing, but you're thinking about the entire planet. This is the United States is not just the world. People keep thinking about that shit, like, oh, we control everything. No, the Bible's everywhere, right? Bible's everywhere. But the Bible don't govern. But it don't mean that's what I'm saying. It don't govern every country, but it's always governs some other countries. That's what I'm talking about. But the Bible, but Christianity still rules. And that's what I'm saying. Christianity is never going to go away. No, I'm not saying it will. It's going to be. It's going to be a part of this planet being forever no matter if we're here or not i think we're all people will always be worshiping a god yes there'll always um, be something that people worship or believe in but like i said there's, there's religion it's religion won't go away it won't go away so religion is probably, there might be new always, ones pop up there might be ones that die away because but I think the people one just don't thing, teach it anymore but, but i think the no. one thing that's going to stand it will be that book that book, the book but has what been around. The significance for, will be is the question. It'll still be the same way it is now. I it don't, really don't know. Have no, it don't have no significance really now, not to me. That's what but I'm saying. So people, people aren't being now, taught and learned those there's readings. Still, but there's still people going to church. There's, there's churches, yeah. are, churches are still big today. So how, it's like, how the population in church, does the youth run? Is it old people run? It's pretty much a mix. It's pretty much our, I don't know. Because I went to church. My mom went to church. Right, that's how we learn about. They're not, but they're not going to church. Like, they're, I mean, down south, they're probably going to church. You know, what I'm saying? church, church down south is a staple thing. It's it's indoctrinated in your daily living. If you're down south, you're not fighting that. You're going. Yes, you know correct. What I'm so but think north, about it might think, be think about saying when when you back in the day when women had nothing to do but have babies, those babies went to church. They had no no job. They had school and they had school and church. You went to school. You went to church, and these, these mothers. Stayed home and took care of their children. Yeah. So nowadays, nowadays they, it may not be. Yeah, it may not they, be church. Every, like I was in church saying. almost three times a week, right? Maybe ne- then it became like an everyday thing for me almost. But now it's pretty much you go to church every Sunday, or you go to church every holiday. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? so good. you're but you're going to church. If you're but a black child, it. you're not missing it. When you not grow up missing do church, everybody's kids go to church. Holidays, like I just said. See what I'm saying? That, but that's not enough to indoctrinate you into the ways. But they've of, already of been through church. that part of church. 
Like so, they're grown now. That's what I'm saying. At, at some point, where so, do where will the line of church be? Like, yeah, I'm not going to church anymore. Ebony made her kid, even when she didn't go to church. They got up every Sunday morning and went to church. If they had to walk to church, she made them go to church. Every we had to do it. Even my grandmother didn't go to church. We got up, she dropped us off, and she went home and picked us up after church over. We went every Sunday religiously. It did not fail unless she was sick. Mm-hmm. But now I don't dead. believe my sister ever took her kids to church. And our mother was a church, church, church person. And I don't think our kids, our nephews, like I mean, I'm sure they went to church with my grandmother, my grandmother, my grandmother. So they blah, blah, know blah. what church is. They I know don't what the think, building is, but I don't, don't believe they. I don't know they believe in God. I don't know what their beliefs are in religion. I have no idea. I would hope. I mean, in their twenties and you know, top early mid twenties and young 20, 21, 25. I don't. Know, I don't know if, where the beliefs are. I wonder if people. I don't know, bro. Because there's so much information. But, information is now again, religion. We're, I'm, again, I think we've taught. I know. I mean, we've taught our kids to not don't not believe in God because we believe there is. Because my thing is, we believe there is a God. There is a, a greater being of some sort that keeps us going, that gives us life, that resonates this world. Something that created this place, you know what I'm saying? And um, and we believe in that. And I think sometimes he shows us that I really feel like COVID was one of those things. He was like, well, bitch, y'all think y'all better than me. I got y'all asses. It took some time for y'all to figure he, Of course, that was that. To me, that's, you know, that's the thing. there's a lot of things they can't explain. You know, even like the weather, they was like, oh, it's not going to rain today. And bitch, then he turns around and, and puts a motherfucking thunderstorm in your ass. You know, <laughs> you, know you look stupid on fucking on TV saying it wasn't going to rain because you don't control that and you cannot predict it. Like, if you could predict everything, they could predict the next earthquake. They can predict the next, you know what I'm saying? They yeah, can't predict true. shit. They can't predict the next volcano eruption. They just know that this if, if Fuji might erupt one day. Yeah, one day, you don't know what day that's going to be. And then when it does happen, they're like, oh, well, we knew it was going to happen one day. Yeah, but it's already not it's happening. And your asses can't tell us what's going on. You see what I'm saying? It's just science can't predict everything and it can't be fact. There are some things that I really do believe are beyond our imagination, beyond our explanation, and we just try white people, okay? Because everything you look, everything you look around is a white person that was first doing some archaeology shit and digging into some shit they shouldn't have been digging in the first goddamn place, stealing shit from people they shouldn't have been. Like y'all, the biggest grave robbers I ever met in my goddamn life. Like, are we talking about white people just stealing everything, or just generally yeah, speaking, just, the, the idea? I of mean, them stealing everything. Like it's literally like faith not, versus okay. science. It's all of it, okay. Fix faith versus science. Faith is one thing, okay. Black people, I don't know, we, we lost our faith, or we start believing in this Christian thing when we got put on here over here because they gave us a Bible. See what I'm saying? So there we go. Saying, back to that, like the Christian beliefs weren't always but, our way of thinking. I don't think it was anyone's way of thinking. I think, first of all, I think, I think we believe in gods, okay. Maybe this way, gods, we, yeah, we believe great, in gods, gods. Okay, we, we believe in different gods, and maybe maybe we believe that one god created these demigods or whatever you want to say, right? Yeah, um, which gave us solace and peace and belief in things like we could believe that the rain came because the, you know this god gave it to us, and, and we could believe that when we died, we went back to the earth and it was recycled back into like you know it makes sense when you think about things like that, but when you take it away from that and start putting science and and religion together, it's kind of like shut the fuck up, like y'all just like like it can't be this way over here and and then be this way over here, like it don't make sense. Well, in the same breath, you say that that's what politicians do, left, right, and center. They'll tell you abortion is bad because blah 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 science, but it really is religion at the same time. 
So like, which one is it? So, making rules based on science, okay, making rules based so, on religion. But see, it's the same thing. So if you're saying that abortion is bad based on the fact that this baby is alive at nine weeks, right? Or the, yep. the bright heart, whatever the fuck it is, Heartbeat, right? Heartbeat, yep. Then you say, because the Bible say, the, the Bible don't, there is nowhere in the Bible where you see the word abortion, okay? There's nowhere, you don't see that shit. No, you don't see, the Bible don't say shit about killing kids. It don't, it say spare them, true. But that means they're born, literally born into the world already here talking to you. Spare the rod, spoil the child, not kill the baby in the stomach. And they, what the fuck, I mean, literally, they take the words of the Bible and try to twist it. And again, you do not see bl- black people get on board because death you, okay? is wrong. Death is an abomination. It's a sin to kill. So you're killing a child. It says, thou should not kill, right? That, so there you go. That's all you need. That that's all they no, need. Uh, Thank you very much. End uh, of conversation. God said, thou uh, should not kill. This baby is being killed. Uh, uh, thou should not A-M-B. kill. You, it did not say thou should not kill and give you any mother. It didn't say all these other fucking things behind it. Thou should not kill. Okay. That, that's all you, it said. People take it, it what said. they want. Now, mind you, this is not no one killing any fucking thing. Like, literally, I'm not killing shit. If it had been born into this fucking world and I stabbed it, then I killed this baby. Okay. This child that is in, in somebody is not alive. It's like a fucking chicken inside of an egg. Until the fucking thing hatched, it's still a goddamn chicken. I mean, so it's not a goddamn egg. It's not a but chicken. But to them, it grew from something. It didn't grow from nothing. It didn't just pop into a being egg. It grew from the sperm hitting the, the sperm with the egg, egg mind and you, growing. Mind you, have you, so has therefore, anybody ever sat hey. and watched a fucking egg pop out of a chicken's pussy? No. We just see it pop up one day. We ain't never seen it pop I ain't never seen a video of anybody seeing an egg laid by any motherfucking bird, any motherfucking anything out there that lays a fucking egg. Not one. Okay, maybe they sow some little fucking fishes and shit. Yeah, they, we, we never see I it being never, created. We never see I've it being never created. seen a bird lay an egg. I just all of a sudden you just see the fucking egg pop up, and you're like, "Where the fuck did the egg come from?" We see the birds fucking mate and shit, but we That's never amazing see how we never see them lay a fucking egg. But what yet we the fuck is a shell made out of, nigga? Like we eating bird shells, and what the fuck is that shit made out of? Because it came out of a, a soft ass fucking bird. All of a sudden, it's made an egg around a baby. We we took the baby out. We popped it out, and maybe fry that bitch. That is rude. Again, but that's what happens. So we don't ever see but the. We ain't never. I I might. I grew up in a farm where we had chickens. We had chickens. Okay, I literally have watched them going to pick up. I've never taken the time to stick my head up under the motherfucking thing and look at the chicken, and see where the fucking where the where. The, I've never. I don't know where the chicken pussy is. Even when we kill the chicken, we know when you cooking the chicken, you don't, you know, you think about think about this shit. When you that the chicken, out, I've all never pussy look the same. thought about a chicken's pussy in my life until just now. <laughs> I don't know, like I'm thinking about when I have a whole chicken, I'm gonna look and see where the pussy is next time, or because all we eat are female chickens. Like where really? is this bitch's pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we all we have are there are more female chickens than any other chicken out there. Okay, Clearly, because that's all we eat is female chickens. I would have known that with this bitch. How they fuck? What a big, what a big, I don't see a bird's dick either. Okay, so I, again, I've never seen a bird. Mind you, when you see birds fuck, what they do is they just jump on each other's back and flap their wings and fly away. It's like a 30 second thing. So I'm like, how the fuck did y'all fuck? What did she, what did you do? What, like, what? You just jumped on her back and 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 flapped your wing. Did your wings have fucking sperm? Like, what are y'all? Do? I don't get it. And then they then two days later, boom, some eggs. 
Now I'm like, it takes two days. Have, it takes two days. It takes two days. Mo- depending, I mean, uh, for a chicken, it happens every fucking day. But as long as there's one cock in the fucking room, yeah. But how? Yeah. I, I don't know how long it takes for a chicken to fill up an egg. It, literally overnight, bitch. I'm telling you, it don't take. But as long as that chicken sitting there, it can pop out a fucking egg within like a matter of minutes. Then wh- how's it create an egg? That's, I guess I don't know that either. I again. The, the fucking bitch, I'm telling you, we do not know. We literally have fucking eggs popping out of fucking machines. All the chickens are in a machine in a fucking factory right now, sitting on a goddamn machine, popping out fucking eggs. Okay, <laughs> no one is looking under that bitch's ass. It's like, where's that fucking egg coming from? We're not thinking about it. Just, it's just the egg fell out, or how it's being. I don't know how it's being formed because it's being formed into a hard ass shell. Because I've only seen soft people, soft things fall fall out of eggs. You know what I mean, like. I've never seen that how a, how a hard thing is created into an animal, like a, like an egg, and then it births the egg after so, that. Now, if you, but how the fucking egg now, being created? If you don't, if the chicken don't sit on the hen, if chicken don't sit on the egg, it will never turn into a chick. Correct. Okay, so once it once it's pushed out, that's it. It is that's the end of it. And and we take it. It's never going to be a chick. Never going to be a chicken. No, nope. it's never going to be a chick. It's, it's going to be a yolk. And that's and it. Whatever. So that's is it, it born or is it not born? With the, the egg? Yeah. When you get it, it's cold. No, but somebody, it's like, is it? Is it like you say, oh, this is a baby? So no, it's a baby. It's not a baby yet. I guess it'd be like a it'd be like a sperm and a and a and an egg being yeah. Like man, I'm not. I'm really, like, I'm it out now. I've never thought about how an egg is created. We just fucking crack it open and go. But like we know that a chicken comes from this motherfucker eventually somehow, but we never get that far. So we eating like yeah, we so eating sperm you, and we eating sperm. Are we eating, we're eating, we're eating a baby. We eating a, basically a baby. But we can't be eating a baby because it ain't fucking. We're eating an embryo. Nothing. Basically, eating an embryo. We're eating an embryo. So therefore, are is it born? It's like the first or is week it alive of, or dead. It's like the it's dead. It's no. But heart. was it ever it's, born? No, it was never born. See, it was never. It's mm. never had a heart. It never had a. It never started. Sometimes you might. Now this is the nasty part about this shit. Which sometimes if they sometimes they let them sit too long. Um, in certain places, and they can incubate on their own. Like, as long as it's being warmed to a certain temperature, it can be cre- it can create a baby at if it's not frozen first. So once it's been frozen, like we get them in the store, you're never going to be able to warm that back up and make it a baby. Okay? Got it. Yeah, okay, like, I get you. But if you before it's put in that like process, farm fresh eggs could possibly right. Yeah, like so if they're left long enough, sometimes you get a farm fresh egg. You might see a little blood in it. That's because it's. I mean, they're because it was set left too long and it's starting to make a baby. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. So when people for abortions are like, it was it was alive, and you're like, no, it was never alive, it, because it's growing. Well, that because your does it mean it's alive? It because it's growing so that, or it's now, again, level? Now I, some part of abortion I think is crazy. You cannot once the baby got a heartbeat, you cannot kill it. That's it. So that's where like, your you That's where your line is heartbeat. That's where I draw the line. When you, when it, once the heart starts beating. You have pretty much crossed. The, there's no way to go back. You gotta go ahead and go through the process now, because now you're killing an actual. It's it's living. It if it's breathing and it has a heartbeat, it means it's living. You know what I'm saying? So you cannot kill it once it starts. Once its lungs have been developed, once its heart has been developed, that means it's a living thing. If you kill it, then if you try to abort it, then then you are killing it. You are killing it before any of that happens. That's not to me. You're like just getting rid of fucking the egg yolk. Like you just want to piss out this fucking like you got. A bad sperm cell or some shit. Like you just want to get out. But know, think about like the a- egg. If the fresh, the fresh farm 
egg. It's still a living organism, even though you just took it out of someone's body or they, they fell out of someone's body. It's still a living organism. Yeah, but for us, it's no longer living because it's for us. We gotta be attached to be alive. The egg doesn't. The egg can be for on its own. An egg is literally on its own without in biblical cord. It's out there on its own. You know what I'm saying? So, but with us, we're we're attached to a living thing that has to keep us alive. So, taking us from it kills it completely. So, if you get it out in time before it has a heart, before it has lungs, you're not killing the baby. You're just getting rid of this embryo sac that's starting to make a baby. You don't. That's it. Get, if you take it out, now if they can keep it alive, which they can't do that. There's no way to take an embryo well, out the motherfucking mother and like keep it alive. Once I'm, you a, cut I'm, that cord, I'm assuming it's for people who are anti-abortion that that don't matter. <laughs> once it once the egg connects with the sperm and it starts the process, if it ain't a miscarriage, you know, I guess you're saying like uh, a miscarriage could happen, then it should not be considered. I mean, abortion should baby. be considered in certain cases. If you've been raped, no, uh, you know abortion could be, couldn't be considered in any case if the woman's right to right to choose. My thing, my thing. No, I'm saying there are some points where people are like just saying abortion is wrong altogether, and I'm just like, no. Oh, there's some, okay. there's some similar, there's some cases where you should be allowed. I mean, abortion at minimum, be like at, at, at least minimum. Option, <laughs> if you're not going like, to have everybody do it, then at minimum, <laughs> like just give me the options of working. Because if you've been if you've been raped by somebody, and you find out that you're pregnant by this rape, that you, why would you want to keep this rape baby? <laughs> not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to look at this fucking child every day knowing that it's the motherfucking daddy, you, the father, it raped you. You would like, and then if you killed this child after the fact, then you would be considered a motherfucking misogynistic or what's that? What's the, what's the fucking mother when they kill Munchausen or some shit? You, you know, whatever the fuck it is, when they kill their kid. Yeah, go crazy. Like Andrew yeah. Yates. I mean, you'd be able to crazy. You know, the, so you know when you, saying? when you said that, when you said those words about a, a, a rape baby, I don't know why, but I thought of, um, and Family Guy, there was this, this this prom dumpster baby or something like that. It was a, a skit. Uh, because this woman, there's a girl in real life that, that had a baby, and she dumped it in the fucking... She had a baby at her prom and dumped it in the fucking dumpster and, and went to prom. Yeah, and this baby like, like, got out the dumpster and had like a top hat or some kind of like uh, cane. And family he, Guy and That's what I'm saying. That's what I'll think of the dumpster, like prom dumpster baby. He had a song and everything. Sound like Frank, Frank Sinatra some shit. I'm just a prom night dumpster baby. Get the hilarious. It was bad, but it was I, hilarious I, to me. So I thought about I'm, that. Let me, just say, I, let me just say that. But yeah, raping the is not baby good. thing was real. <laughs> raping and throwing away babies, both of those things are not. Like not this good. bitch had. Mind you, to be able to carry a child for nine months and your family not know. Okay, that's the first thing. <gasps> I'm like, yo. Yeah, I tell you one you thing. A- I just watched this documentary on uh, gladiators, like you said, and one of them gladiators had a baby, and no one knew she was out there doing all this gladiator shit. Prank, bitch! Uh, I told you, wasn't that was that mind blowing? Like this bitch was out here they, bodybuilding, dropping motherfuckers on their backs and fucking up. They, they pregnant, treated them bad. Shoot, pregnant. They oh, so them. bad. Oh, they, they have no. Bad. They had no chill button. Fuck. They had no chill button on that goddamn gladiator. Said those first four or five seasons. And on that point, we're going to take a commercial. We'll be right back. <laughs> Kurt, again, are you... Once it was against the law in some states to teach a black child to read or write. 
Lord didn't stop them from learning, and the Lord didn't change till 1863. For the past 30 years, the United Negro College Fund has helped half a million black students change the course of their lives at UNCF colleges. Thousands have become doctors, engineers, and teachers, perhaps changing the course of your life. But today, there just isn't enough money. And tomorrow, we're sorry, but this course has been canceled. Please, don't let this happen. Support the United Negro College Fund. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. I mean, no one. I don't even really care about the last season because I don't think I remember. No, I remember that much kind of corny. I remember everybody before the last season. I remember Blaze and all, I remember everybody. Yeah, the first like, those three, those two or three seasons where they were really, really strong. Uh, when they were yes, and they were horrible. Mind you, a lot of shit we watched live on TV actually being like fucking accidents and total and, carnage. And I'm like, I, re- I remember some of this shit. Like, I remember <laughs> one thing when they when the fucking black guy fucked that dude up. I'm like, I remember that. But like, we always thought it was part of the show. We didn't know what, how I real it was. It was of course, like we, we thought it was like like the wrestling thing where it was like, okay, this might be real, but okay. it could be fake. No, fake they was real. really motherfucking getting hit hard, y'all, with fucking bad plastic fucking... I mean, they wore people out. Yeah. They literally injured people for life. Yeah, let's let them go. Done. And just like, once somebody broke their leg and shit, it's like, you done. Right, bye. No, nothing bye. after that. Like... If they had no white folks, y'all be playing games on people's lives. Y'all don't even fuck. Seriously, y'all be gangster. They told these motherfuckers like we need more money. He's like, mm, we don't negotiate. I was like, damn, that's fucked up, bro. Like they, they was like, Meryl does not negotiate. Kind of what you saying? I was like, bro, but it don't, it don't that stop. It don't, it ain't. That's the same yeah. way now. Same way. Yeah, business true. is business. Quite honestly, it was fucked up before we go because there was another dude who. Cause I'm doing a lot of more dance training ideas and. and education for myself as a, a upcoming you know artistic director choreographer and artist. yeah so yes. i'm just research, like really getting back into the, the dance world or getting into dance world. i am so yeah I, i'm on a board of trustees show that is exciting yes okay because you're gonna need a board bitch don't try it i love how you feel yourself on a board <laughs> because i love the <laughs> of course <laughs> What a director, not the board of trustees. I don't know what that even means. There you go. But yes. Anyway, so this person was like, um, no matter, the music industry is, is set up a certain way. And I'm talking, this all entertainment, that no matter how much money this, the artist or the person has, they will always act like they have no money. They will always act like they're the brokest person in the whole entire room when it comes to Chat. art and value. Because he's like, why do, why do dancers don't get paid, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, you, if you don't know your value and your worth, you don't stand up for yourself. They'll they'll try to abuse you and be like, yeah, we don't have the money for that. But if you need the next fucking best big screen, they'll pay for that shit. Or the next big tour bus, they'll pay for that shit. But they'll have money to pay for the, the talent. They never and do. It, it made us think about some of the things we've been through recently, where we've been approached to do shit, and we're like, this you is the value of our product. They're like, well, we don't have yeah, that money. Yeah. But meanwhile, you got billions. We got you got you're a billionaire. You're a fucking you. You're your team. You're billion. You are billion. You are the number one billionaire of billionaires on the t- billionaire charts for entertainment, nigga. How do you put nickel and dime? 
your fucking air, your dance, your, your anything. No, your, I'm not your, even your people. Let me just say this: I don't take away from the, Beyonce is the queen. Okay, I love her down. She's I think she's a sweet girl. I I have had a chance to meet her and you know passing and some you know a lot, a lot of time in life. She's a really sweet person. Okay, I think that I think she's a nice girl. But I also know that when you work for Beyonce, you are not making a lot as a background dancer. I personally have four friends that are dancing for her right now, and I'm like, bitch, they're like, it's everything. But you know, I'm I'm barely making it. I was like, what? Bitch, you work for Beyonce? That that's not. They're like, oh, it's because not what they. Mean. But you know, what's fucked up thing is they'll pay them above rate, but rate is already fucking but, low. Yeah, because okay, you're so right, bitch. Because that's the same thing about the, like being a better. Yeah, you, you like, get uh, you get above standard a minimum cap, but like a the fuck, cap that's just low as fuck. Like, yeah, bitch. The cap for us is like imagine if you're a background singer and you're getting paid for a nightly gig, right? Caps for us is eight hundred right now. So you about eight hundred max a night. Maybe if some people book you for a contract, you might make fifteen, right? That's max. That's that's max. That, like that's you're not re- required. No background to go. singer is making more than fifteen hundred dollars on the show. I, if you tell me you're making more than fifteen hundred, I will kiss. I will be like what? You'd be like stunned. You, stunned. I'll be so like now, what? Eight hundred like, max. Think about the minimum. You see what I'm saying? People are going up at minimum on these on people and ex- expecting yep. the the best. It's crazy. I mean, I'm getting ready. I'm going on a 22, 22 date tour, and my max. They literally met my max, and then like, did, you know, you know, time to time twenty two gave me this ballpark figure. Then subtract it. You guys subtract taxes plus. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Like you really don't make you nothing. don't you make the same amount as if you're working fucking for a, a, a year as if you're working fucking somewhere else for a whole fucking fifty two weeks year done blah blah and you literally put I mean and we put a, we put a strenuous work in strenuous work but you got to put a, but you got to put that work time in and you're like man I don't have the the money to now show for for what, what I've done. done. Because I'm because a lot of times we still have to pay for our own motherfucking food. Yeah, this is quarterly. Shit. We pay for this our is own, not every week, our, and we do not get paid. This is right. You lumps. do not get paid. Like this night. is lumps. You get paid. <laughs> this is not like oh, we get paid tonight. No, boo boo. You get paid in three months. So you got to survive. Like artist for three months. Sometimes the artist might work a show. Right, like tonight's show. The artist might work. She's gonna get paid tonight. Now, are we gonna get paid? No. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, bitch, please. No, no, no. Hang it all the way up. Quarterly But you know what? I do appreciate the fact that um, you do get paid. Because <laughs> a lot paid. of people will like, tell I, you this fucking exposure shit is, is, a, is, a, is a payment. And it it's is not. not. So. It's, a way, it's a way to make pay. It's a it's damn sure a way in cute. Like it's but, like, and if you can make some some of the best moments, some of the best things happen just by being at some places, and you can make things happen just by being there. And and, and trust me, we are we are proof of it. Like literally, we're proof of like it just by being in this in this presence, we make a stamp, and like people look to see us at certain things or look for us at certain places. And you know we we, mm-hmm. we plan to don't, but, we plan to do that again for the last time for you for a fucking. But this the, year. the fact it. of the matter is that don't always equal out to a paycheck or a, a financial nope. opportunity we can pay your rent. No, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of these times, the people oh, you, you see their credits on Instagram for instance. I, I dance with Beyonce and blah 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 and blah 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 blah, and that you're just teaching dance class. 
like you're just teaching dance class. So you're not you're not like a professor of dance in a college making hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, you're doing dance class for twenty dollars like you would if I had dance for nobody. Right. Because you're still like we're in this world unless now. We're you're, in this, this thing. You're you're you be working. And, and, and there's a and you're popping out. I mean, we're popping out dancers. The social right. media is popping and, these motherfuckers out. I mean, and people can literally I mean, we there's talented people everywhere you turn. So I mean there's somebody talent. I mean, people are really talented. Like there's some people that I mean, I know I'm a talented singer, but I'm, there's like five other male singers out there that can like literally eat me to fucking like I'm like, yo, goddamn. But the thing, but the thing is, this is where this also comes into education. You get paid more because of your education. Sure. These kids out there who don't have the education at 22, 23 years old because they didn't want to, they, they're, they're not, not going to dance school for a, a, a degree in dance. They're not training to, you know, have a degree in performance arts or something like that. They're just going nope. off of social media and they're jumping, throwing out themselves out there. And then they think they can teach. What are you teaching? You don't know anything. Nope. You take dance classes and dance classes are just choreographies camps where you just learn choreography on top of choreography on top of choreography. And you don't actually understand the motion or the, the, the mechanics of dance, but you want to teach. But you, because, because you can you, follow the moves can, of somebody can, in front of you really you well. Can do, you can mimic right. something really well. But you have yet to go. You didn't go to school for no, no training. training. You did not learn anything no technique. from nobody that had it. You don't know. And you didn't learn ballet. You don't know you basics of, of fundamentals of a tondu, a ballet, an ensemble, and nothing. And don't get me wrong. I love a lot of my hip-hop produ- My hip-hop choreographers are great. But their choreographers before y'all, like Fatima and Big Les, went to school. They they studied dance. They did not just become choreographers. Out the I get don't get me wrong. There are a lot of talented a lot choreographers. Of choreographer, but that's all you are. That's you're, it. You're, you cannot you can't, teach you, a you class. Can't tell me a dance teacher. You can't teach for a dance teacher. You cannot teach it. if you don't have it been trained. You're not a Paul Abdul. In dance. You're not a Paul Abdul. You can't. If you don't have the education, not, you can't teach for a teacher. You're, let me just say you're not. And the reason why I'm gonna say this, these two names, because. They are still, to this very day, able to still do what they do and not have any problem. Because if you could do this, you would be doing this forever. Just like these two bitches, Paula Abdul and Debbie Allen. Speaking. Them hoes ain't missed. They, they're still, to this very fucking day, 60, 80, 70 years old, out here kicking it like it ain't nothing. Debbie Allen can still high kick like it ain't nobody business. I watched Debbie Allen's, like, well, I would say the, the Debbie Allen School of Dance. I'm not sure what the name of it actually is. But I think it's called Debbie Allen School of Dance. On on uh, Instagram, she be she be she be real with them kids. She's like, "That's not gonna get you anywhere but down." So you might as well do it right. And I don't want to hear them tears. Don't be crying. <laughs> don't because the, the audience and the fucking people in the industry are gonna eat you up. They don't give a fuck about you. I'm like, man, you better get these kids right. Get these because she's been there. She's in the industry. They don't and give Felicia a fuck about Rashad, you. Both of them. I have to commend whoever their parents were because, baby, they those are two women. When they when they said they want to do this, their mother, their parents made sure that their daughters have what it would, whatever it need. If this is what it takes for y'all to have to get what you want, then I'm gonna get. I'm like, y'all gonna have it. And if, if every pe- black parent felt like that about their Speak child, on it. then we would people would be some places. You would not have mm-hmm. people out here saying wishing they could be something or thinking they can never get out of. Here. I have motherfuckers here all the time like, wish I ain't got the hood. Wish is just. That's all it is the wish. You can make it happen. Just, just plan. Down the just get out there and plan and make like, it happen. You ain't got to live here. I'm like, I my my hometown just did a, a thing of like a chronological thing about how many people have actually left the city of my hometown in the hundred and some odd years has been you know formed and people graduated from my high school. They had only two hundred and fifty something people. I'm one of them out of the hundred and 
two hundred something a year. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Damn, bro, that's like crazy. one person per year. Everybody else has stayed. That is crazy. But I understand. This is where I also understand. If you don't, if some people don't stay, then that town legacy, the culture, the community goes away. So you got to you got to accomplish a clap to people who do stay and keep that town going. Because if they didn't, you would not have a town to go home to. Home too. That should be bought also, and sold and put a highway through that motherfucker and no one gives a fuck about it's it. It's a double edged it's a double edged sword. Some people you some gotta people, stay there. Some people don't never leave and, and ever you, experience yeah, sadly, life anywhere else. But they make that sacrifice at some point for themselves or for other people Just or for whatever else. Enjoy. And they're, they're happy. happy. Don't get me wrong. I have some friends that like yo, I love it here. I I love home. I'm like, uh, I don't know how the fuck y'all stayed here. But if you are not happy with your life, bitch, do something about it, please. If there's something out there you want to do, just start Go doing it. Go and do I, it. I sent, and you're never too old to do that. You aren't, because Chris is thinking about home, doing a whole new career change at 53. He's about to like change his whole fucking shit. I'm like, honey, go for it. I'm making my changes. Christian's making his changes. I'm making my changes. I'm like, yo, sometimes you got to make a pivot, and it's something that we learned during COVID. If it some things you you're better you're better at you're not just one round you're not and one that's round what it is sometimes people people forget that they are a complete person that they only focus on one thing because if I would have done that yeah because they tell you they the, only use twenty percent yeah of I'm doing, your brain. I'm, people going down the, the road that they want to go down instead of the road they should go down and it takes time like it clearly took us forty years that's why I think my forties would be fucking phenomenal because it took time to realize oh this is what all my... I'm enjoying it. I can before we go. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I took a, a dance class a couple of weeks ago that was um, more about emotive, emotive dance and finding your purpose hmm. in dance and being free and liberation of dance not being so structured. So we had a great dance class. And one of those things was like, everything that led you to this point is to prepare you for the next thing that you should be doing, your purpose. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking absolutely right. Because I've done so much in my life, so much searching for the right thing to do and I, it never never worked out the way I wanted it to because I was searching for the shit that I thought I wanted versus focusing on the thing that I thought that should be focused on. But all the things that I did have led me to this point now where I'm so superiorly positive and prepared to lead the charge Dude. to know that I know I exactly you. now what I want to do. Do, I do. I might not know exactly how to do it, but I know what I want to do. The goal is set. The goal is set. Now it's got to figure out how to... How to map how that? To map that out mm-hmm. to, to the goals be you know exemplified to where I believe my passion and my 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 role of life is taking me. It took me forty years to figure that shit out. And I did it like in the middle of the night. It was like you know what? Okay, everything I've been trying to do, I'm like I've been touching it, testing it, been working around it, sort of blah blah blah. blah. But now I'm like okay, now understand the the cloud is wholly gone, and I understand exactly what the goal is. So you know, don't stop believing in yourself like you said earlier you know you never know when you're when your life might actually find its purpose actually change or you might actually be put in the right put in front of the right people and things yeah and so it's always you know, preparation is never give preparation up is so dreams. important though preparation is so important so get education and yep. know practice research prepare. looking it up finding not just go on social media doing your thing and be like okay I'm, I'm an expert no you're not <laughs> nope 
we I me me and Jay watched this thing about the girls not being prepared for like singers back twenty years ago compared to singers nowadays, and it was a drastic drastic change. I mean, drastic change. And the one thing being, the girls back in the day had to prepare. They had the hours put in before they hit the stage. They were ready to fucking perform. Like they could do hours. I mean, we could you could do shows and days and days. Nowadays, these girls can barely get through a yeah, tour. But it all, like, like I said, started back in church. That's what the whole thing was. Like these church singers had their these church they had their ten thousand hours put in before they even were eighteen because they started singing when they were in church when they were six, seven, eight, and they was singing every Sunday. And practicing every Friday or whatever what they were doing, they you know what I'm like, doing you, the one we, thing, singing, you got the hours performing in. and singing, you got the hours singing and performing, performing and singing, going to school, after school singing, after working school. at the night singing, 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 <laughs> take classes, singing, and then you get your ten thousand hours by nineteen, eighteen, you're blowing the fucking house down because you've been practicing this one thing since you've been fucking seven. And then by the time you finish college, you you're ready like, to make a star. Okay, you're an expert. You're, you're a master. You're, you're, you're a Brandy. Like, you're a Monica. You're a, a Gladys Knight. You're you, a, you know all these people who you, made it. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And those are master classes right fucking, there. Like, uh, just me and you. Yeah. You, I've been you're not and, I'm a Walker in it. You know, you're not, you're, no not, in it. you're not Sierra in it. Okay, man. It's Rihanna like, in you, it. You, know, like, yeah. you can get through a whole tour and make it. You could you could sing. You could fuck. These girls don't got that nowadays. And it's sad. It's a different route. Different route. It's a, di- it's a different education. Day and age. That's what and I think. Say. I think we're going to see. We're going to see a change. I think we will. Soon, with maybe. more more older people with more experience getting out there and giving their their time and effort. Because now they're getting, they're getting seen. They're they're seen, they get yeah. respected as for their crap because these young kids have a lot of mental issues they don't have control and all these things that they've been going through and you know their their the way they were raised is very different than we how we were raised and they're experiencing a lot early. So a I lot. get the mental strain on their brains at 16, 17, 18, 19 because they've been doing they've been dealing with this craziness that we've been putting on them since fucking six to seven years old. I totally get it. We we didn't have that. We had that okay. innocence until, you know, you were 13, 14, maybe something happened in your life where something was went crazy wrong, gang or you something that happened early in life that trauma traumatized you. But it wasn't 24 hours in your face all the time. Like constantly no, it was in just- your eyes. Everybody's dealing with it at the same time. You're like, fuck, I can't deal with it. It was, it was different. Yeah, a, little bit, yep. a little bit of escape somewhere. A little escape. Possibly yep. escape a little somewhere. Yeah, you can go so- But nowadays, it's always in your hand. It's just trauma in your hand you you constantly. Can, you can, you can <laughs> hours and hours and there. hours of it. Constantly trauma. So, yeah, let the phones go for a while. Find some inner peace. <laughs> yeah, this disconnect. Yeah, find, take some time to get to yourself when you can, y'all. Call silence. They help a lot. A lot. Look, okay, look, I gotta get going because I got rehearsal in like a couple hours. So, look, you guys, stay tuned for more. Check us out. There's a lot going on. Check out the website, we'll, website at willbeyondworld.com. And follow us on Instagram at official Christian Ikea for me and find Jay Light um, for Jay. And again, I'm your boy Christian Ikea. I'm your face, hitting your haters. I don't hit up just anybody, I hit up everybody. And I am your internationally loved, <laughs> friendly, internationally, internationally loved, friendly neighborhood black bear. You get to get Jay Light. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> internationally, yes, internationally. And right, together we are well beyond. <laughs> Y'all, if you've been tuned into Apartment Four Twenty, you crazy bitch. You're gonna say internationally. <laughs> maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I, yeah. I was, when we listen back, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen hard for this episode. I would say internationally. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm out, y'all. Peace. Peace.
you screaming for? Every five minutes, they send you the bonus, huh? I'm leaving. 